You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 30. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Hello, pet business owners. Hi. Happy summer, or whenever you're listening to this. (laughs) You may be listening to this in the dead of winter, and if so, happy winter. But I'm recording this in the summertime, and I just want to let you guys know I'm on iTunes right now, and I know I've asked for a review from some of you, and you were so sweet. So many of you gave reviews, and I really appreciate it. And I just want to give a special shout out to Bemmer T216, and then Kitchen Witch, Gypsy Tash 8, Sweet Melissa's, Canine Crossings, Heidi Carmen, Wags Pet Club, Violet, American Honey, Bry, Bry number 8, Oh, I just, I'm so grateful, you guys. I'm looking at these reviews, and I'm just thrilled to see them. And if you feel inspired, I would be so delighted if you would be willing to write a little review. It just takes about 60 seconds on iTunes or wherever you hear the podcast. If you enjoy it, it would mean so much to me. And I may even give you a shout out on the next podcast. (laughs) So thanks again, everybody, for those of you that took a little time to write me a review. It means so much. So today's episode is about rest. And before we dive into rest, I'm going to actually be talking about not resting, (laughs) because that's what I've been doing a lot of. But when I'm not busy, I'm resting pretty hardcore. (laughs) So so I work hard and I play hard. um, But lately, play to me has been rest. So I wanted to talk about that because I've had a number of you ask me about rest and say it's been really challenging for you to be able to rest in the midst of running your business. So we're going to be talking about that today. And before we go there, I just wanted to update you guys on some things. So my newest book just came out. It came out on July 22nd. So you can get it on paperback on Amazon or in ebook format if that's what you like on my website and you can find the link to the ebook in the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 30. That's the number 30. And again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 30. And I'm going to be sharing some other things that you'll find there as well. I'm going to be doing some in-person talks and book signings. I'm so excited in bookstores in the Bay Area, California, as well as in Hawaii. So check the Six Figure Pet Business Academy uh, workshop and webinar page to find out more and to come say hi to me if you are in the Bay Area or Hawaii. And I may be adding some more bookstore book talks and signings to that page. So check it out. (laughs) Okay. I hope you can come join me. 
And I also wanted to share that the online pet business conference is happening in just six weeks. So if you haven't yet signed up for it, I really encourage you to do that. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> it's fine, I'll tell you. It's a free online pet business conference that you can attend from wherever you are in the world. I know we have podcast listeners from all over the world and I welcome you all and you can all join me and pet business speakers at the free online Prosperous Pet Business Conference. And you will find a link to that in the show notes as well. And last but not least, I wanted to share with you that the Catapult Program Anytime Access course comes out next week. And I really encourage you to get it. <laughs> Check it out. There's an opportunity to pre-order it in the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 30. So check it out. See if it's a good fit for you. There are also a lot of testimonials from past Catapult program attendees, and they share what they got out of it. And you can see if it might be a good fit for you. I would love for you to be a part of it if it feels right for you. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. So my schedule has been really full with all of this going on, as I'm sure you can imagine. Your schedule's probably really full too. I love having a full schedule when it's things like this that I'm really excited and passionate about. But the only way for me to really create balance in the midst of all of this is to rest in between the full times. And the book that I've been lapping up lately at night has been speaking so deeply to my soul and it's on the theme of rest. Some of you may have seen this in one of my other books um, in my recommended reading section. It's in two out of my other three books. It's not in... My newest book, 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business. But the book is by Wayne Mueller, and it's called Sabbath, Restoring the Sacred Rhythm of Rest. The paperback has a different subtitle, and I can't recall what that subtitle is. I have the hardcover that I got maybe 15 years ago, and it's a book that I pick up from time to time when I feel a bit weary in my soul and I need to rest, okay? Or when I'm really feeling excited and I have a lot of different projects going on and I find it hard to sleep sometimes at night with my brain buzzing. <laughs> so I'll pick up the book and it just, it's almost like taking a sleeping pill. It's so relaxing. It just kind of takes me to another dimension. I end up feeling really good and really relaxed. And so I've been pulling it out lately and reading it and just really, really enjoying it. And I encourage you if you feel inspired to get it also. I'm going to be talking about some of the points that the book goes over now, actually. So we're going to be talking about the courage to rest. And for a lot of us, the mantra that we and we're hearing other people saying is, I'm so busy. You probably hear that a lot. You probably say that a lot. And I want to say that the title of this podcast is very deliberate. I consciously chose the word courage to be in the title of this podcast segment. And here's why it can be really hard to slow down. And 
what I've noticed when I'm coaching pet business owners, and I've also experienced this in my own self early on in my business when I was afraid to kind of stop, you know, I was in business building mode and I just was having a hard time stopping. It can bring up feelings of survival and kind of terror for some people when you're self-employed. You kind of feel like you have to hustle, right? If you're feeling that, if you're nodding your head, if you're like, oh my God, she's speaking to me, keep listening because, you know, I've learned a lot in the course of running my own business and, you know, what works and what doesn't when it comes to rest. And, you know, for those of you that have been in business for a really long time, you've probably had to discover that as well. But for those of you who are perhaps newer in the pet business world or kind of in the middle of your pet business journey, maybe years seven to 10, you haven't quite gotten there yet. You're still feeling like you have to hustle. Um, I'm talking to you. <laughs> okay. So how do you find the courage? That's actually the first step before you can even get to rest. It's about finding the courage. So in order to even get to courage, you have to begin to slow down, okay? And what may come up when you begin to slow down is feelings. You know, feelings like, oh my God, I have so much to do. If you're somebody who meditates, sometimes you might find that when you're meditating and you're in a really busy time, you may find that your to-do list starts to happen in your head. <laughs> and maybe you even stop the meditation and you write down some things that you need to remember. And that's okay. It's a part of slowing down is sometimes a wave of feelings, a wave of to-dos can come up into our brain, into our psyche. And that's just knowing that can be helpful because what we think sometimes is that we have to just slow down. Like, you know, maybe we're going 60 miles an hour, but we can't just go from 60 to zero, right? Think about a car stopping. You actually have to brake, you know, it takes a little while, right? You gotta slow down on that, on that brake pedal so that you don't fishtail or, you know, do something crazy like roll your car, right? So it's the same thing when we're resting after a really busy time of working. You know, we have to kind of come to it slowly, or if we come quickly, we're probably going to experience that tidal wave of feeling as well as tasking that comes up in our brain. So slowing down and just knowing that that happens is kind of the first step there. And then again, the feelings when they come up of like, oh my God, how can I rest when A, I've got so much to do and B, I need to make money, you know? So what you might want to do, and this is what I've done and I've also worked with people on this, is to remind yourself that you can get back to work tomorrow, calm that part of you that is perhaps scared that taking one day off, you know, if you do that, where we sometimes go as humans is, you know, we get scared about something, it taps into our survival, and we go to the place of like, oh my god, I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> it's not like, oh, you know, I'm not going to pay this bill. I mean, it may go there, but then it 
probably will go even deeper. That happens for a lot of self-employed people. They just go there quickly of, I'm going to be on the street, you know, <laughs> or I'm not going to be able to keep my house or, you know, something like that. It comes up. And for those of you that are new to being self-employed or that have worked through this in your own self, and it's been a while since you felt this, you may be thinking, oh my God, that sounds so dramatic. But, you know, I can tell you this in working with the amount of people that I've worked with, the fear that comes up when they slow down is amazing and terrifying and it can bring up a lot of feelings. So, you know, sometimes we have to be a very loving parent to ourselves and just say, almost like you would with your kids, say, you know, sweetheart, I know you're scared to slow down or rest. You feel like, you know, you might lose your house if you do that. But, you know, here's the adult in you, in me, saying tomorrow you can go back to work, you know. So you be the adult for yourself that is able to kind of soothe that scared part of you. In addition to kind of managing the feelings around having the courage to rest, right, is to save. So taking a logical step, which is saving money for these days of rest to give you a buffer. And it can also help soothe that part of your brain that might be scared and might immediately go to, how can I take a break? You know, I won't be making money. So of course, hiring great staff members can and does help. I'm coaching a lot of pet business owners this month, including pet sitters, dog walkers, and dog trainers who are finding really great people. So if you think you can't find good people, you can. I just want to remind you of that. So how does one rest, okay? You've gotten to the place by now of courage. You know, you've tried to soothe that part of you that might be afraid. Also, you know, you become aware that feelings probably will come up if you've been going and going and going for a really long time. That's just an inevitable part of the process of, you know, being really busy and then slowing down or stopping. You know, often when we're really busy, we tend to put our feelings at bay, but they have to come out and they have to be acknowledged in some way. We can't just like shove them away when we're busy and expect them to stay shoved away. They're going to come up and they usually will when we're slowing down or we're resting. And so that can create, because of what happens with that, okay, because you may be shoveling those feelings away, hoping that they stay away, right, when you're really busy, but then when you slow down and they come up and you get that kind of reinforcement of when I slow down, feelings are going to come up, so I don't want to slow down. It can create kind of a reward for staying busy in not feeling the feelings, but eventually you're going to have to rest. <laughs> so you might as well just do it consciously and be aware that the feelings are going to come up. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The pet business 
business online course learning platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you are at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. So how does one rest? How do you rest? Everyone is so different in what is restful for them. So I just want to encourage you to think about that for yourself and maybe even do some journal writing about it, you know, after this podcast, after you've heard some of my suggestions for what might be restful. Um, you know, you for, for you, it may be one thing, and for your best friend or your mom, it might be something totally different you know, that really restores you and kind of brings you back to yourself. So one of the things that Wayne Mueller talks about in his book, which I just love, and somehow I missed this the first time when I read it, but I really got it this time. He talks about having a box for technology. And he describes the Sabbath as, he's Jewish, so he describes the Sabbath as Friday night, to, I believe, Sunday at sundown. So it's a whole 24-hour period, basically. And he abides by this. And so basically, he puts his phone and his laptop in a special box, and he doesn't get it out until, I think, Sunday morning. (laughs) So he puts it in there on Friday, and then he may get it out in the evening on Saturday, but usually he said not until Sunday morning. So... I've been actually looking for a box. Since I've read this, I've been looking and I found a wonderful box in a Tibetan store um, that I may end up getting. I saw it a few days ago and it's just a beautiful wooden box with brass hinges. And I just think it would be a nice box to put, you know, the phone and the laptop and all of that. So I'm, I'm considering getting it. We'll see if I do. I may get something else, but that's on my mind. But I just love that idea of putting it away, you know, having it be in a box 
that is kind of out of sight. So maybe the box goes in a closet or something like that. And, you know, because the reason why we want to put the phone and the laptop away or whatever computer you have, and if you have a desktop, just maybe even putting a towel over your desktop. But the reason why we want to put these things away or cover them is because they really take a lot of our energy. And, you know, doing something like this might not be feasible for some of you who are just starting your business where you, you know, you need to be able to do that. But for those of you that have managers or staff members and you don't really need to, you know, be on call or be, you know, an emergency backup for somebody or monitor your business, that can be a great gift to give to yourself is to actually put your phone and your laptop away if you're able to do it. So that's one thing. Another thing that he talks about a lot in the book is napping and how few of us do that anymore, right? We don't take a siesta. And it's funny, on Saturday, my husband and I were exhausted. We had been out the night before. We had a wonderful time with friends, but we didn't get home till late and we were just fried. And we ended up taking a nap. And both of us, we rarely do that. You know, I just have a hard time sleeping during the day. It's not something that I really, you know, like to do unless I'm really tired and then I have to do it. <laughs> so it's kind of an either or kind of thing. So I did take a nap and I slept for like an hour and a half and it was a Saturday and I felt like a million bucks when I woke up. I felt so good, so energized. I felt like I came back to myself. I work with some pet sitters and dog walkers who take a nap during the day. It's just a regular part of their schedule, you know? Um, there's a dog walker in particular that I'm thinking of who takes a nap after she does her midday dog walks. <laughs> she walks dogs from like 10 to 2, and then she comes home and she takes a nap for maybe about 30 to 60 minutes. And then she goes and does her pet sitting visits after that, you know, to see the pets. So, you know, where, however and whenever you want to do it, if you feel like that's something that would benefit you, I really encourage you to do that. For some of you, it's being with friends. That can be really restorative. Usually for extroverts, um, being with friends and family is restorative. For introverts, not so much. For introverts, it's more like being alone and being quiet and being still. That's restorative for introverts. So if you're an introvert, you might want to look at not having your rest time be with friends or family, but rather to be with yourself and to kind of fill the well inside. For those of you that are extroverts and you find you gain energy from being with people, then, you know, going out to lunch with friends, going out to dinner, having people over for dinner can be a great restful experience. But again, see where you are in that in terms of being extroverted and introverted. I really encourage you 
regardless of if you're extroverted or introverted, to do something relaxing that's totally unrelated to pets, okay? Including not going to movies where the focus is on a particular animal in the movie, because then you're just working in a way. If you're around animals a lot, which a lot of you are, being around pets, unless they're your own, that can be very different and very restorative for many, many people. But even so, you may find that to truly rest, you may need to, you know, be away from your pets for a small amount of time in order to truly feel like you're resting. And don't feel guilty about that if that's the case. I have talked to a few pet owners who have had the experience of feeling guilty because they're, you know, with other people's animals all day. And then, you know, they come home to their own and usually they're happy to see them, but sometimes they're not. And I say, it's kind of normal. And, you know, most dogs and cats will understand. They really will, as long as you give them quality time too. So to really look at that in your own life. And if you're finding that you even need a break from your own pets, that is fine. So everyone, I really want to encourage you to take some time to rest this week, whatever that looks like for you. I would love to hear about what your version of rest looks like. You can email me. You can leave a comment in the show notes. I would love to hear about it. So again, the show notes can be found at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 30. That's the number 30. If you're driving, don't write that down. <laughs> Wait till you're stopped. And I'll say it one more time. It's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 30. I wish you all a restful, relaxing week. Even if you're really busy, find times to just chill out, all right? You deserve it. Your business will be better for it, I guarantee it. You know, it's like filling up your car, right? You fill it up with gas and then you can drive for a bunch of miles. It's the same with resting. You know, we're giving that gift to our bodies, our spirit, our souls, our minds. So... We can't, you know, we're human beings, not human doings, although we forget that a lot. And we can't keep going and going like the Energizer Bunny. We really have to give ourselves regular ongoing periods of rest. And so I really, here's a challenge for you. Find the courage within yourself to rest this week, okay? And I want to hear all about it. <laughs> have a wonderful day, everybody. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.